0: Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. Everybody, welcome back to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast. I'm excited to be back at you again. So I got a special guest uh, we connected on Facebook and his name is Arfan Hussein. Welcome. Hey, Tim. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, you're welcome, brother. I appreciate you for for taking your time. Absolutely. No problem. Hey, so I'd like to start this out as like what's going on in your life as far as your business, your marriage, um, and just start this out on a real positive note. Like, where are you at, brother? Yeah, so right now, I'm actually entering my 10th year in marriage. So we're married,
1: um, we going 10 years now. We have uh, three kids. So uh-huh. things are going, I mean, they're going amazing. Um, my wife and I really started into diving into online business. And that was about three years ago. And uh-huh. last, last year, I was able to retire from my, my corporate job. So it's been an amazing Ooh. past year yeah, to be able nice. to spend more time with, yeah, spend more time with my children, my wife, and just kind of... Yeah. Um, Not have that stress of dealing with the corporate world. Uh, I love my job, but I love this a lot more.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Uh, we might be two peas in a pod because uh, about two years ago I left uh, the nonprofit world. I was a um, a counselor for for youth, and I had uh, twelve employees and twelve boys that I managed in a treatment center environment. But uh, for the last couple of years, I've been you know doing this and um, just expanding and growing together with my wife and so we both work from home and so I'm at the beginning of my my entrepreneurial journey here but uh, I'm glad that I took this path even though it's scary. <laughs> oh
1: Yeah it's very scary making right. that jump right we probably heard right. that, um, that Steve Harvey talk about making a jump and it was it was scary but um, you know one thing is God's faithful and when he yeah. calls us for something he just makes it like he gives us the wings and just kind of starts happening and, everything starts in lining so it's uh it's definitely an amazing amazing journey to be on
0: right but you know one thing like pros and cons for me is like so you can work harder and kind of dictate your own salary and 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 um create um like exponential income mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: on one hand and then on the other hand uh when things go down and things get tough you know um that's when it that's when it gets scary. And so this whole process for us has been um, a real stretch of faith in a trusting um, scenario. I jumped on indeed.com twice during my entrepreneurial journey looking for jobs. You know what I mean? And so it's just like,
1: yeah, I get notifications.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, the, 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 the faith and the stretching, that's so real brother. It's so Mm -hmm. real.
1: Um absolutely. I mean, I can, I could attest. I mean, my my prayer life probably increased tenfold since becoming <laughs> a full time entrepreneur. Uh,
0: I think uh you know, our walk with God in the entrepreneur journey. Um, it's not for the weak of heart. Um yeah. It's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so what it is uh that you do in business? So my wife and I are both online coaches.
1: Um, She, we do business coaching together, um, marketing, and I also do Facebook ads management. So in combination together, yeah, both of us, what we do is we help entrepreneurs really um, basically implement and create a strong brand and marketing strategy, you know, so they can increase their clients, increase their income. Yeah. yeah just be able to again live life on their terms
0: man that's awesome i don't mean personally and i know a lot of entrepreneurs out there our biggest problem is is generating leads mm-hmm. um and it's been one of my biggest problems you know once i capture the lead and they're into my systems the systems are good the the product is good service is good um but it's you know catching those leads and so uh facebook ah most people feel this pain uh entrepreneurs facebook ads and they just sigh and go ah, because we we don't know what we're doing right and we tried yeah. and failed uh,
1: yeah it's not like there's an operating manual like if you get a new blender you know it's pretty cut and dry you plug it in and push power and boom you got a smoothie yeah. facebook guys like hey i'm throwing money out there and i don't really know what i'm doing how is this really going to and prior in our previous business um, probably about five years ago is when I started working Facebook ads. Um, just taking some courses, talking to people, just asking questions. anytime I'm in trouble, I'm like, or I have a question, I'm like, I'm asking somebody. I'm like, Hey, how do we do this? Researching and that five year journey leading up to now, you know, I'm able to navigate that beast of a system. Yeah, and really to basically help to like, you know, create these campaigns and actually bring in like really awesome results to help, you know, again bring in leads, uh sales and just actually live, live up to his purpose without wasting money <laughs> and, uh, and pay the ads not knowing what we're doing.
0: Right. Mm, I feel the pain. So we're definitely going to stay in contact there. <laughs> like, absolutely. My my uh, biggest thing, and I have it on my whiteboard because, you know, I have um, a couple areas of my life that I'm not really happy with. And one is my fitness. You know, I dialed in my my nutrition and my, uh, my eating habits like are on point. And then, you know, the cardio and the not working out. so that was one of them. But then the other one is, is lead gen. These are two very frustrating things in my life. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm, there's a lot of people out there like that. So (laughs) where can people contact you if um, they're, they're feeling those same pains that I am? Yeah. they
1: can email me uh, directly at arfan at arfanhussein.com or visit my website. Um, As a matter of fact, that I have a Bitly link where they can just be able to um, reach out to me, and it's uh, bit.ly. So Bitly slash uh, create effective ads, and that's just the way they just basically get in contact with me. You can just awesome. message me directly on Facebook as
0: well. Awesome, brother. So hey, I want to jump in. You know, I wanted to give this overall picture of your life and what's going on. Um, you. You, you're a successful entrepreneur, you're in partnership uh, with your wife, you have this vision and and you're building these great things, but it wasn't always the case, right?
1: Absolutely not. I mean, right. it so definitely did not start that way.
0: Take a, Take us back there, brother.
1: Yeah. So this, you know, a lot happened in my early childhood. My dad was murdered when I was two years old. And as much as I'm kind of extroverted, so I was like, one of those happy kids that kind of just brushed it off It didn't really take an impact on me as far as everything that we went through as far as like that situation had that trauma happening and then from there moving from our country i was born and raised in guyana south america and we moved um entire family with nothing no money no nothing to new york and from there i barely saw my mom so i was really raised by my sister and things like that and then you know I always like sought after things like entertainment, things to like block off you know what's really happening, so playing yeah. video games and what really took a turn was when I was a teenager, yeah I started having friends, we hung out and then started getting introduced to you know drugs, so I started drinking at fourteen that was one, which was you know kind of like that gateway into it right and then close to sixteen seventeen I started um smoking you know smoking marijuana. Um, I mean, we call it weed. You know, <laughs> That's <term. laughs> yeah, how it goes, and that was just kind of from there. Just started going down. It was a lot of smoking, drinking, and it started, you know, progressive. They always say that marijuana is a gateway drug, and I see why they say that. At the time, it was, oh, it was cool. You know, we we're just hanging out, we're just chilling, you know, having a good time. But I started leading into, okay, well, you know, if you take, if you do, if you if you smoke this joint, I and mean, then you also take this pill, it's going to make you feel better yeah and it started this downward spiral into like you know you know more drinking, more smoking, um taking pills, doing cocaine, and just living this horrible life of just you know constantly seeking the next high, seeking the next high right um, and I remember there were there were times where I'd wake up the next day and I'll try to see, okay, what happened the previous day. Yeah. Because it was a total blank. It's like, where's my wallet? Where's my phone? Who did I text? Who did I call? Did I screw something up? Like what really happened? Um and it was that started happening from the age though, know, it was from like 16, 17, all the way up into my um early twenties. Yeah. And there was there was one time I woke up and literally had a scar on my face, and my entire arm right here was bloody and I couldn't find my car. And I was like, well, what's, what's really happening right now? Wow. And that's where I kind of started waking, you know, started waking up.
0: Yeah. But do you think, um, so I remember, you know, I experienced a lot of childhood trauma and I was taken away from my parents, uh, at 10. Um, and of course things didn't go well into my teenage years. Cause I didn't know how to cope. Like I didn't have the skills. I didn't have knowledge. I didn't have the mentors. Um, so I went, uh, I went downhill fast. Um, is that kind of the similar case of not, you know, not really having a male mentor, not really um, knowing how to cope or to deal with this, you know, this trauma that you're experiencing, and just just kind of trying to cover it the best that you can. Is that kind of
1: yeah, I think you, know, you nailed you nailed the you you know you hit the nail on the head with that because really what it comes down to is a lot of times if if I was to look back and if I did have let's say um a role model or a mentor or someone that's gonna someone that could really hold my hand and say, you know no, you know, no son, you shouldn't be doing these things like drinking is not you know not the way and again, my father was 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 killed and was partly because he was an alcoholic, so I still right. had those things like in wow. the back of my mind, like, well, am I, you know, am I destined to become that too as well, you know, just right. those thoughts. But yeah, there wasn't really any kind of figure that really took me under their wing until, you know, later on. I will obviously get to that point when, when um, things turned around, but um, what I didn't have that until about when I was about 19, and you know, it just kind of happened where I joined an MLM because this guy just kept coming to me, and I was like, you know what, I'll listen to what you have to say. And that was kind of the gateway into like mentorship because I didn't really know what mentorship yeah. was, and right? That they, you know, they had their entire sales process. And
0: there's um, a mentorship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not part of that anymore. But at that time, you know, that was, that was there for a reason and a season.
0: Right. And it
1: really led me to understand what mentorship was. I was not surrounded by all these guys that were, you know, they had stories of where they overcame things. Um, And they were now, you know, obviously, you know, seeking entrepreneurship, seeking to better their lives and not have to, you know, continue working a job or things like that. But if I had that when I was an early teen or even growing up, I'm pretty confident that, you know, when it comes time to, like, make those decisions, like, am I going to go hang out with people that were going to basically try to mess themselves up till they black out? right um just to kind of you know we were all going through stuff my friends we were you know i was able to relate with them because they all had issues they didn't really have parent figures around them they were kind of doing life on their own um yeah you know they had family that would help them out but it wasn't like it is a difference when you have a mom and you have a father that can really you know hold you close and really help to guide you right in that you know in that creative not creative but that wonderful way
0: yeah i uh you know, my father was in prison most of my life. And during my teenage years, um, I lived with him for like a year and then he went to prison. I really didn't have anything else to do, but just run away. Like, mm-hmm. um, me and his wife didn't get along and stuff, but, um, about 16, 17 years old, um, you know, I found a male mentor. He was actually an ex cop, which, you know, we grew up to kind of hate cops, but, uh, <laughs> surprisingly, you know, God sent you somebody in the form of what you hate, but, uh, yeah. Uh, he took me into his home for three years and taught me what it was to be a man and, and to raise a family and have nice things and and just an overall holistic lifestyle. But I was just like, there's something different. And that just catapulted me into, you know, a different life. But um, a lot of people just, they don't discover that, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And, and some of them get, you know, later and, you know, I I always believe that there's a, a timing and a reason for different things. Um because if someone was to come to me when I was probably 14, 15, I might not, might, mm. may not have been receptive to it. Yeah. but I brushed it off. So right. when I, you know, I was able to get that mentor, nineteen years old, and that ultimately led me because again, you know, I wasn't born. I wasn't. I wasn't a born Christian. Um, I'm born again Christian, but I wasn't uh-huh. a born Christian. Right. And through that process, through those mentorship, I was actually able to, you know, I was at a conference, and everyone at the conference, they were like, you know, hey thursday friday saturday is wonderful but the real stuff happens on sunday there was hyping up sunday so much uh-huh. and at this time you know prior to this i never stepped foot in the church so i even i don't know what anything was
0: what kind well, of conference sunday, was it
1: um it was it was a business conference it was part okay. of the mlm and it was just oh, nice. know, all yeah the thursday friday saturday was training and then sunday was kind of like the wrap-up of everything but at the beginning of it you know it was in there there were planes you know um, now i know better so it was you know obviously uh, Christian music I was playing, and um the main speaker was basically giving his story, and I just kept feeling that tug, that tug, and then he you know he let the he called people down to receive Christ in their life, and I was at this point, I was in tears. I was like, man he's speaking to me, he's speaking right. my entire life, you know what's going on right now, And it was like everything, all the bricks that was put up just kept falling down, and everything was being shown, and I stepped down and I gave my life, and um you know. Unfortunately, addiction didn't end there.
0: Right. Yeah. We. So I still a went back it's home. Process, right? It is. Yeah. Because yeah. I was
1: in Kentucky and I'm in Florida, so that was all over. I got this newfound like faith and this new enthusiasm, this new energy and drive. But as soon as I got home, you know, at this point, I started like selling um, drugs as a way to make earning, and I still had bills to pay. So I kind of went right back into the whole thing. Right. And you know, God has way of showing up and he was like, no, he never, he doesn't intend to hurt anybody, right? But I got in a car accident and that car accident, I was unharmed, not a scratch on me. My car was total. I shouldn't have been unharmed, but my entire front end was like an accordion. Um, but I walked with perfectly fine and that caused me to have to move from where I was because, you know, I needed to kind of just be able to get back on my feet and if I had a vehicle I couldn't I couldn't pay rent I couldn't do all this stuff I couldn't even sell my drugs because I couldn't drive around (laughs) so end up yeah end up leaving there and just completely getting clean just completely getting clean and um end up moving to a whole different city and now like I'm totally detoxed and I'm there now I was like okay well it's like I kept feeling that tug at me again too as well I kept seeking so I was still you know Every one you know, a few times a week I'd go and get like a six pack and just kind of be by myself in my room and again still to try and mask these pains, mask these yeah. troubles. Mm-hmm. And you know, drinking like a, a day drinker for no reason. Like why am I right. drinking if you know I'm not at a party, I'm not hanging out by myself in my room. You know, it's an addiction to do that. Yeah. Um still seeking like who could I find to get some drugs from.
0: That that's and, one of the uh, the greatest deceptions that I know I've experienced in my life and a lot of men do. It's like we get uh we get changed from like mine was meth and uh opiates and stuff like that pills um and we come out of this extreme thing, and then we think it's okay to to drink right, and so it mm-hmm. starts out casual on the weekend or something, then it kind of builds up, and then you find yourself almost back in the same pit that you came yes. out of, you know, and that was me, like well alcohol's not a sin. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know of these stupid debates that don't even matter, but I didn't ask myself is this actually benefiting me? Does this increase my life? Does this make it better it give me greater intimacy with my wife? Does it create a better business? No. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I was sitting there, I was probably about 250 pounds Uh just in horrible shape because I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror and things like that. You know, there's all these different things that happen as a result of it. But again, it's still masking, but, um, and something happened and that's, that's around a time where I, um, I started like, okay, let me stop it. I met a, met a friend. He was in the working out, started going to the gym together. And and he was a Christian. I started noticing every Sunday he'd bring his Bible to work. And I was like, he's like, and he's like, I got to keep God first. I got to keep God first. And I was like, all right. And I remembered what happened in Kentucky. And I was like, you know what? Let me start praying. Let me, you know, pull out my Bible Let me read the New Testament. Let me see what this is really about. Uh, but again, there was no I didn't have a Bible I'd like download the app on my i think I was probably one of the very first you know thousands of people who downloaded the u version bible app that's' used <laughs> by billions now, yeah um, back in um iphone one days <laughs> so I started reading and then I met my wife and uh the very first thing she invited me to before we even like before we even like talked about. A relationship or anything like that she invited me to a bible study and in that atmosphere was kind of like i didn't say it out loud but internally i was like i was recommitting my life you know to christ to follow christ and to be able to like you know go on that straight and narrow and you know from that and at, at that point i got stopped i never looked back as far as like oh you know i need to have like a drink after work and um you know, or doing the daytime, my days off, you know, starting at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> getting not just a six pack, I'm talking like 12 pack bottles, things like that. <laughs> you know, it's uh, just more hardcore. Um, So it wasn't, you know, it was like a one step program to give your life to Christ and, and c- continue following him. And it was amazing, like that recovery that I went through. Uh huh um, from that point, from, you know, being a young kid, just trying to mask these problems, trying to do it by, you know, drug, alcohol, and then realizing that really the only addiction I need to have is one to be in love with Jesus.
0: You know, right.
1: Kind of where, yeah. you know, kind of the foundation we have in our business now, like, you know, God's part of our business. Um, we pray with our clients, you know, things that are important to us. And we set
0: that foundation now. That's awesome. brother. <laughs> that's so awesome. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's been the two of the biggest things in result to the fall is, um, this fear-based nature that we have and it causes us to run and hide. And then, um, the second is, then we lie about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we don't tell the truth and we don't, uh, we don't share what's going on in our lives and the, and we just stuff it, stuff Mm -hmm. stuff it and we're running and we're hiding and we're scared. And, And we just keep stuffing and, um, thank goodness that, uh, you know, God brings us to the light and, uh, and, uh, brings that revelation, and that change, man. (laughs) It's it's amazing. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I
1: mean, that's like, you're, you're able to like articulate a lot of what I was feeling because it was stuffing. And like I said, you know, there was bricks that was poured up just to kind of block these things. Like I don't want to, you know, have to deal with the emotion of, you know, of everything that's going on to actually be a certain kid. And there's other things that happened in my childhood too as well, like molestation and just, you know, some other stuff that just really just needed to be in a closet. And I I think I felt that way. It needed to be in Uh a closet to never be told anybody. Right. Because again, as a man, you know, that's not something you wanted that I wanted to share with any other people, Mm -hmm. anyone to know like my deepest, darkest, secrets of you know what's happened to me and what's going on what's in my mind right now so I was masking like hey let's be happy let's have fun let's you know let's get smashed and (laughs) and just black out or you know not remember anything is happening right stuff
0: it all up hey I have a you know ultimate question that uh, a lot of people want to know but what what what's your why what keeps you um sober what keeps you on the on the path
1: you know, it's it's my children, my wife, my my entire family right now because I know what like, you know, I and I, I kinda mentioned it but the 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 hurt, the trauma like I felt as a as a you know, as a kid growing up without having a father, um, you know, without having that mentorship, that guidance, the leadership in the household. So, you know, I want to make sure that I have that for my children. They're all seven and under. You know, I have my oldest a boy. Um, yeah. So it's like I know that they look at, at my every move, right? So they they see if I'm texting while driving. They see, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like they look at everything and they tell me yeah. like you shouldn't be texting while driving. Like what are you talking about? I wasn't doing that.
0: Right. Um, you know, but yeah. they see so sometimes so. I I drop the S bomb like, every once in a while. My kids be like, <laughs> don't cuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like
1: oh, so right now yeah that's my biggest why i know that in order to in order for me to be the most impactful leader in my household the most impactful uh, husband the most impactful father um there's no place for that you know yeah. the most Im- impactful servant for god there's no place for that there's really no place for that at all in my in my life and that's what really just kind of it keeps me going it keeps me do the thoughts come up so, like now and then um you know sure do they quickly get brushed aside? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think mm.
1: that's, you know, it's the, the constant journey um, now where it's like, that's my past. that molded me into some of my characteristics and my strengths, um, but it doesn't define me anymore.
0: Right. That's powerful. You know, I think uh, uh, one of the best exercises I've done and I have it on my whiteboard up here, but it's just my why getting in touch with it. Um, you know, why I'm, I'm walking this life out why it's important to me, who's important to me. Um, And then of course, having some core values, you know, I'm the kind of man that's committed. I'm the kind of man that, you know, builds a great business. I'm the kind of man that, you know, loves and nurtures and, and uh, affirms my children, you know, and just having these, this focus and this core values and, you know, a creed almost to live by, is um you know where I find the strength because days come right where especially mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur where it gets discouraging like um like you need this payment to come in you 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 need to close this person right uh um and those times get frustrating and you're just like almost waiting in in limbo where it could be forty eight hours where you're just kinda like Ooh, man, hope this come you know works out and so during those times just look at the why and just hold on to it <laughs> you know what i mean brother <laughs> um,
1: oh yeah that that um that hap- that happens sometimes far too often not yeah especially in the you know the beginning phases of from journey where i am still you know still figuring some things out sometimes and really it's it's a big test of your faith if this is actually you know it's it was god's what god's calling you for it sometimes it he makes the steps easy but there's no, there's no denying that there's challenges involved. It's right. not so easy involved. With it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having those, yeah, like you, you brought some really good, you know, core value, core beliefs. And one of my thing um, between both me and my wife together when we start our marriage was, and I don't, I don't have the exact scriptures in Matthew um, where it talks about the wise man who built his house on a rock.
0: Oh yeah, powerful. And yeah
1: the winds come and the, the you know the the rains come and everything come to try to knock it down but it's built on that steady foundation um so again it's one of those things where it's all-encompassing is to make sure that you know we have that foundation in our faith so like when things start happening literally at four thirty in the morning i'm in my prayer closet which is my office is actually right here just by the computer on and you know i'm deep you know deep into prayer and um just being grateful, being, you know, given thanks for the opportunity to have her own business. I had to have three kids, to have, you know, a wonderful wife. And um, yeah. that really just kind of sets the tone and really just um keeps me, again, focused on my why, keeps me focused on the mission and able to block out the noise that can come from, you know, things that need to happen that really ultimately you know, only God's in control of.
0: Yeah. Mm. I have a question. It's just kind of lingering on my mind. It's like, how hard was it to transition from, you know, uh, being raised or probably, uh, um, accepting, you know, being a Muslim and then transitioning? Did, was it a lot of struggle to let go of certain, certain things or?
1: Um, not really, not necessarily for me. Um, uh-huh. it wasn't, it was, it's, it was different like my biggest concern was like oh what's my you know my family gonna think and things like that right and that's obviously a lot of was a concern too as well um
0: they but, probably thought you fell off the wagon <laughs>
1: yeah yeah right but the biggest thing is that when like what i experienced wasn't it didn't involve the five senses it didn't involve something that you can like
0: So it wasn't like a mind intellect thing, right? It was,
1: yeah, Yeah, it was purely like, yeah, it was purely supernatural. And then when that change happened, it was like, there was no like, oh, I'm giving up, you know, my entire belief system and this and that. It's like, it's not where it's like, oh, you know, I love my car, but I'm going to sell it to go buy a new car or something like that. But I'm so comfortable in my seat, things like that. (laughs) That's probably a really bad analogy, but no, I I um, totally get it. Like, yeah, right. So it's
0: intellectual mind, uh, you know, you weren't accepting up here, you're accepting it right here. So
1: exactly, yeah, it was a hard thing, really. So, um, that's really what it was. It wasn't. There was some difficulties as far as like telling family and stuff like that, because again, you know, certain um, people in my family, you know, they helped raise me, helped to, um, be there for me, and again that's part of their foundation of their faith and um but i think you know things change um not just in me but in them too as well and you know being more open to like receiving the gospel and seeing the change it had in my life right because i mean i hid my alcohol and drugs very well but it was still obvious it wasn't like no one knew like oh that's a surprise you know, right. you tell there was you know something going on with this kid <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, there's a big transformation that's happened that makes it, um, you know, people being more supportive rather than awesome. judgmental and,
0: um, you know, non receiving. Probably, probably seen that it was working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last question I have for you is, you know, what would you give uh, advice would you give to somebody who's just start, starting out on this journey? Uh, we do this podcast, you know, in, with a recovery mindset, but uh, we're open to you know, business because we're totally holistic, but there's people starting out on this journey of faith and um, they just need a little help and a little encouragement. So if you can, for a moment, talk to that person. They're just starting out on this journey. Got a couple of days clean, a couple of weeks clean, months, whatever. Uh, what would you say to them?
1: Yeah, right now you're starting off and the, the biggest thing is to immerse yourself, surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you going to affirm you going to keep you motivated going to keep you focused on what your goals are what your results are you know put away anything of the old right and really think about the the scripture i mentioned like read matthew in entirety so you can get the scripture of what i was talking about with you know having being like the wise man who build your house on a strong foundation right now it's important like you're laying the foundation for what's going to be typically the rest of your life your road to recovery, your you know, new relationships, rebuilding relationships, rebuild it on that strong foundation. And when things happen, when challenges happen, if something that would normally trigger you into going back into old habits, when those things starts coming, when the you know when the devil tries to attack you, your foundation is going to be so strong. You're going to be so immersed with support and with the you know not just the heart knowledge but also the head knowledge to be able to recognize it. And it'll it'll really, really give you the opportunity just to be able to continue looking forward, continue standing strong, and just continue your recovery journey.
0: That's awesome, brother. Can you tell um, people where to contact you one last time?
1: Yeah, you can, again, reach me on Facebook. It's um, at Coach Arfan. My website is arfanhussein.com. That's probably the easiest versus my bit.ly, but it's just arfanhussein.com that's dot com, and feel free to shoot me an email or message me on facebook i'll be happy to you know just to talk more about my journey with you um pray with you or even if you're an entrepreneur needing help with general i'll be happy to um, help you off with uh, your facebook ads journey too as well
0: awesome brother i appreciate you thank you for for joining us
1: oh you're welcome thank you for having me tim